Hello, guys. Hope you're having a great day. Today being day 22 of our Christmas Advent reading. Day 22. Uh, we're in Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8 today. We're going to be in Mark. That's right, the Gospels. Yesterday, we got into the New Testament. Today, uh, we will be in day 2 of, that, of the New Testament readings. Remember, we spent 20 days just walking through the Old Testament scriptures. And now here on day 22, uh, the title for today is The Voice Crying in the Wilderness. The Voice Crying in the Wilderness. And like I said, Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. So let's do our Bible reading, and then we'll jump into uh, that of our Christmas Advent reading today. So here we go. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah, the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locust and wild honey. And he reached and he preached, saying, after, after me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Intersecting roads. If you have ever read through the Gospel of Mark, you will realize that he moves quickly through everything. In fact, the word... Uh, most connected with Mark is immediately. And um, if it, it, wait a minute. It's like he doesn't have any time to slow down. He's got to get to, to, to it right now. In light of this, when we see him quoting scripture like this, we shouldn't be surprised. In this one quotation, he's actually quoting from two different books of the Old Testament. He doesn't have time to stop and tell you how they were connected, but thankfully we do. The first part of this is from Malachi 3.1. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. In this context, God's people have been crying out for justice, asking God where he is. God replies by telling them that he will come and he will bring justice with him. And so that they can be certain, he lets them know that he will send his messenger first. What we have to remember when we read this is that God is sending the, this messenger to prepare for his actual coming. Mark is telling us that God is personally coming to his people and John the Baptist is going to prepare the way for him. Next is a quotation from Isaiah 40. We should notice that Mark strings both of these together as if it was one coherent quotation. He is telling us that Malachi and Isaiah were talking about the same thing. So what's happening in Isaiah? A voice cries, in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In Isaiah, the context is pretty similar. God's people were crying out to him for relief. 
Don't forget, this word is coming to a group of people that were constantly under oppression. They wanted deliverance. They wanted to finally feel like God's people again. Isaiah 40 is a word from God to his people. He tells Isaiah to speak gently to them, to give them comfort. But why should they be comforted? They should be comforted because they are God's chosen people, loved by God. The next couple of chapters spell out the blessings that God has for them. He reminds them that he is the God who is there for them. You cannot compare him to false gods and idols who are nothing. He is the great God over all the earth. He is going to save them. First things first. God wanted his people to know that he was coming to be with them. But first, he was going to send someone to prepare the way. Look and see what Mark is saying here. He is telling us that Jesus is God. Don't miss that. God promised to come and he came. And just so we are clear who Jesus is, God has sent us a messenger to come before him to make way for him. Now that we are clear with all the players, what are we supposed to prepare for? What are we supposed to do to prepare for his arrival? Mark makes this super clear. We are supposed to respond with confession and repentance. That is why, that is what John was proclaiming. God is coming, so repent. God is coming, so repent and be ready for his arrival. Reflection. As we look forward to Christmas and the celebration of the birth of Jesus, we should stand back and marvel at the way God has worked in all things. Throughout the Old Testament, he had a consistent message of hope that would bring people to the world. He loved his people so much that he made promises to them. And then, so nobody would miss it, when the fullness of time had came, he graciously sent John the Baptist to prepare the way. Prepare the way, for he is coming, for the Lord is coming. Listen, day 22, I hope you've been in the word. If not, man, there's just some great scripture. That Mark passage, that Malachi passage, and then that Isaiah 40 passage. Uh, great scriptures to get into, read in today, this afternoon. Hope y'all have a great afternoon. Day 22, guys. We have just a few more days, and then he's here. The one that was going to bring peace on earth and goodwill to all men. I hope that's what you're looking for each day, is that, that message to be able to share with others. Have a great afternoon. See ya.